Mental coffee, where mental health is worth drinking. Today's podcast is dedicated to the sane and those who feel like they're going insane. With your host, Tara Dufour. It's Tara Dufour, your host with Mental Coffee. How are you doing? How was your weekend? Did you do what I told you to do? Did you take an hour to relax, to take a break, to R&R, to reflect? I hope you did because I definitely did this weekend. And this weekend, I spent some time reflecting on me, who I am, how I got here, Is there anything in my life that I would like to change? And try just to remember what change is like in general. Because sometimes once we make a change in our life and it sticks and it starts bringing us a bunch of benefits and we start to have more optimism and we happen to be more um, connected with life and more self-aware and that becomes part of our daily life routine, um, we kind of forget what it's like, the process of change and the what it was like to make those changes. And it was really funny because this weekend I decided to go out uh, to the pool. And when I was out by the pool, I was collecting my thoughts, writing notes, what kind of episodes I would like to talk about or go over with you, um, some comments and things that people have talked to me about and what they would like to know more about. And I was just kind of sitting there resting with all this and trying to figure out, hmm, what would be the best approach? And one of the things that I had asked you last week was during your time of reflection to find something in your life, maybe just one thing that you wanted to change, that you wanted to get away from pain or go close closer to pleasure that you want more benefits from or that you want to get better at or you want to experience more joy in or if there's something in your life that's causing you pain that you would like to address and become more self-aware and take some steps in changing. And so I was, you know, reflecting on some of those things for myself as well. And I'll share one with you that I definitely uh, would like to change in my own life. It is both a pain point, something that's a thorn in my side, and also something that I believe that can bring me closer to pleasure, closer to my self-personal goals and achievement. But while I was sitting um, out by the pool and I was thinking about change and making changes, some changes seem so hard to make, so difficult to even approach. But Like I said, most of the changes that I've made in my life thus far, they've become part of my life. They've become who I am now. They're ingrained in me. It's my now my routines, my rituals, my habits. And so I was trying to remember what it was like to change um, an unwanted habit or to take something out of my daily routine or my daily rituals that maybe wasn't serving me anymore or helping me anymore. And I was having a hard time connecting with those feelings. So I looked over kind of in the rec area excuse me, and there were, (laughs) you guys know what cornhole is. I'm from California. I didn't know what cornhole was. We played horseshoes, okay? I guess better known as maybe toss across. And I saw these two uh, cornhole boards with the the beanbag sack sitting there and all by their lonesome and nobody was there. And I was trying to connect and remember what it was like when I first identified something that I wanted to change in my life and what I wanted to do about it. And then what the process was like in making that change and how that felt. But then I started also thinking that some of us here 
struggle. And I don't mean like, oh, like right now, personal, um, you know, life type stuff. I'm talking about those of us with a condition or a diagnosis as well. And sometimes we disqualify ourselves from making any change because we say, well, I have this diagnosis or I have that diagnosis. And because of that, I can't make that change or I can't do that. Well, that might very well be true depending on your diagnosis. But what I have found over the years is that that is so far from the truth and is such a lie and such a fallacy that you can make positive changes in your life that you would like to make just because you have a diagnosis. And we're going to talk about that more lately or later because I want to just kind of get through what happened to me this weekend so that I can share with you where we're going. So like I said, I saw these uh, corn cornhole game and the boards and the bean bags and there was no one around at first and I thought to myself you know I need to connect with these feelings I need to remember what it was like to make a major change in my life or um, the process and I thought hmm so I walked over and I decided I grabbed all eight of the bean bags and I said I am not gonna stop playing this game until I sink all eight bean bag sacks in the boards but I'm going to put a spin on it. When I normally play this game with friends and family, I throw right-handed because it's natural for me. And that would be the way that I would play the game. But I thought to myself, no, I'm going to do it this time. And I'm going to throw with my left hand, the hand that I've never played this game with, because this will be like what it's like when you try and make a change, right? Because there's things in life that we are accustomed to doing a certain way, but sometimes something presents itself that says that that way of doing it is unhealthy and we need to make the change. Or something comes into our life that challenges us and keeps us from being able to approach life the way that we were used to doing it. So I thought, wow, this would be a great way to remember what that would feel like. So I'm going to play this game left handed and I'm not going to end. I'm not going to stop playing this game until I sink all eight bean bags. So I went over and I picked up these bean bags and I thought at first I thought to myself this is kind of silly. This is stupid. Like why does it matter? Really? Why does this matter? <laughs> you know, I'm going to go on and do a podcast and talk to people about change and I'm going to tell them about this stupid thing that I did and you know, it doesn't really matter. Like I can just put these bean bags now and walk away and not look like an idiot. But I thought to myself Oh, you know what? That's exactly what it's like when we first decide that we're going to make a change is that we feel awkward. We feel strange. It's out of our comfort zone. We start coming up with excuses why we shouldn't or why it's easier not to or, you know, and that's how I felt about these beanbags. And then people came to the pool area and the recreation area. And then, so now I had an audience kind of directly, but indirectly. I mean, I'm pretty sure they didn't care what I was doing, but all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh, people are watching. And that can be like that too. When we're, when we're making a change, we might make excuses because we are so concerned about what other people are going to think about the change that we're going to make or what we're doing that sometimes we will not approach the change. We will stop ourselves dead in our tracks because we're worried about other people and what other people might think or, you know, someone's watching me, you know. And so that almost stopped me. You know, so here I am standing by these stupid boards <laughs> for, you know, quite some time thinking to myself, you know, get over it. You know, <laughs> nobody out here cares, which is true. No one cares but you. You're the one that matters, right? Your mind matters. You matter. The opinions, uh, someone else's observation, that, that has, 
no bearing on you or what they're thinking. Your business is you. And so that's what I had to remember. I'm like, no, my business is me. And this is important to me because I want to be able to connect with you and share these emotions and share these things with you. So I did it. I built up the courage to throw the first beanbag. And that is key too when you're trying to make a change, right? Sometimes you just got to make the first step. You have to take the first action. As stupid or silly or uncomfortable or unfamiliar as it is to you, sometimes you just got to get started, right? And then once you get started, then the momentum comes, then the motivation comes. So here I am, I've got that beanbag and I threw the first one and a holy crud that thing went like if i were a golfer i think they would have called that a splice you know where it was in the trees man i wouldn't have been able to find it if i were playing golf like (laughs) it'd be in the rough you know um it was horrible it was uncomfortable it sliced off to you know one side and i'm like oh my goodness this is harder than i thought And sometimes change can be like that too. Sometimes we, once we build up the courage and we take the first step and we approach it and we do it for the first time, it's so awkward and it's so different for us that when we take that first action or we take that first step, it it doesn't do what we would like it to do. Or we don't get the result that we thought we might get from the change. But you have to remember, this is the first time you've done it. Okay, so it's like a child who, you know, is learning to walk, right? When they first try walking, they fall flat on their bum, you know? Um, They struggle, you know, they crab walk if they have to, you know, they hold on to things and they use a, what we as adults would refer to as a crutch, you know, just to help them start building some strength in their legs. You know, children just don't one day just stand up and walk. They start crawling first, they start bouncing first, and why? Because this is all developing the muscle strength in their legs, right? Well, it's the same for your mental health. The first time you try and do something differently, the first time you try to adjust your routine or you try and change a pattern in your life or you decide that I'm going to make this change, you got to build some mental muscle, right? You got to build some strength. You got to build some emotional muscle maybe, you know, if you're an extremely sensitive person. You know, so once we get past all those outside obstacles like that I had to get past just throwing these stupid beanbags, first of all, why am I doing this? Does it really matter? Does it matter to anybody? No, it doesn't matter to anybody. It matters to you. You're the one that wants to make the change. I needed to do this for me so that I could better connect and I could better have something to reference so that I could share with you the emotions that I had and remember and and jog my memory and bring all this to the forefront, right? So, and then the other thing was I now had a lot of people out there who were very self-aware that I was playing this game by myself and sometimes that's uncomfortable, you know, oh my gosh, it's like, it's like the person who goes out to dinner by themselves, right? Have you ever gone out to dinner by yourself and you're just like, having a meal and and you order from the waitress and she brings it to you and maybe for some men you know that have uh, jobs that you're on the road or women who you know you're going from client to client this isn't strange to you but the first time you do it the first time you go out to dinner or the first time you have a meal by yourself out in public it does seem a little strange and it does seem a little odd and that's exactly how I felt you know throwing these you know beanbag um across the (laughs) across the lawn at these boards and I you know obviously was aware what you know and I thought to myself are other people looking what are they thinking they're like oh gosh what is this girl doing and then of course when I threw that first beanbag and it went you know it sliced and went out 
you know, <laughs> then I was like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. And if anybody's watching, but the thing is, is that when you're making a change in your life, it's going to be like that. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be strange. We're going to wonder what other people think about us. It's going to, you're going to say, oh, where's my motivation? Well, sometimes the motivation is in taking the first step, right? So I didn't let that stop me. I kept throwing the beanbags and it was awkward at first and it was, they were going all over the place and it was just, I didn't know my own strength and I was overthrowing the board and sometimes I would overcompensate and I was coming up too short and that's the way it is too when we make a change. Like if you don't let it stop you for, you know, like the very first one that I threw, you know, I sliced, I could have stopped there. I could have said, oh, I tried, I tried this. It didn't work. This is awkward. This is stupid. There's too many people watching. Maybe I'll do this later. Maybe I'll do this when no one's around. Maybe at a better time, you know, there might be to do this. No, we have to work through our own excuses. We have to work through our own things. But then again, I had to remember this is the first time I've ever thrown a stinking beanbag with my left hand. Okay. It's like us when we're making changes. This is the first time I've ever done this. I'm not going to be perfect. Perfect is an enemy. That perfection is an illusion. Okay. Perfection is an illusion. So I didn't let that stop me. Just like when you're trying to make a change, don't let that stop you. If you don't get the result or the outcome that you want right away, don't let that stop you, okay? So then, like I said, I kept doing this and I kept throwing it and it was, you know, like I said, I didn't know my own strength and sometimes I would overcompensate and throw it not hard enough. And sometimes it's like that too, as we're developing our mental muscle, as we're developing our mental wellness, as we're making these changes in our life, as we're working away from that pain point, as we're working closer to that goal, we're going to have to make adjustments just like my adjustments out there throwing these stupid beanbags, right? Because, you know, sometimes we come at it too hard, too strong, and I'm overthrowing the board, right? It's going way past it. Too much strength, too much oomph, too much emphasis. And sometimes we need to just slow down, slower roll, take it slower, right? But then sometimes if we overthrow or it beyond or it slices, then sometimes we overcompensate and pull ourselves back and withdraw too much and then take too little of steps or put too little of strength behind it. And then we're never going to reach our goal or get away from that pain point. Okay. So that's what that reminded me of, you know, when I was making these compensations. So it's, it's the tugger tug a war. It's like, okay, that was too strong, but that is too little. So now let's make a little more adjustment. Let's add a little more to it. All right, better. Add a little more to it, better. Or take a little bit less, take a little bit less. Okay, that's better. Until you find that perfect, that perfect approach, that, that perfect way at it. So then I also realized that I couldn't, I couldn't do it with my left hand the way that I did it with my right hand. And so there's things in our life and things that we've done or things that we do that we're so used to doing in a certain way, for example, that when we make a change, we think, oh, we just take it for granted. I'll just do it the same way I did this or the same way I did that or the same way that I did this. And then sometimes you don't get the success and you, you wonder why this isn't working for you. Well, or maybe you were used to approaching something in a certain way or maybe your job environment changed. For example, you at your old job used to do it a certain way and this is the policies and the procedures and the way the people uh, in your environment responded and reacted and, you know, and all that. But now 
now you're in a new work environment that has different demands and a different approach with different policies and procedures. If you continue to play the game the same that you did in your old environment, it may not suit or be best fitted for your new environment, right? And you might find people getting upset with you or irritated with you and you think, oh my gosh, it's me. No, it's not you. It's just a set of routines and habits that you were comfortable with, that you knew, that you were very aware of. And it's the same thing as making any change in your life. At first, when you're making this change, like me throwing with my left hand, I just assumed that I could do it the same way that I do with my right. And then I started to think, man, what's wrong with me? Because like I keep throwing these things and I throw all eight and then have to walk all the way across and then throw the other eight and walk all the way across. I was getting exhausted actually. I was back and forth, back and forth in between these boards, right? And I'm thinking, is it me? Because, or is it just the way I'm throwing? Like what is going on here? So sometimes we have to take a step back when we approach a change in our life and evaluate and say, okay, I'm throwing at the right like strength uh, or I'm coming at it with the right approach. This is what's working for me. This is not what's working for me. Is it me or is it the way I'm doing it? Am I assuming something? And sometimes we need to look at that. So I realized, okay, well, I need to change my body position. I can't stand in the same way that I would stand. I can't stand on the same side of the board that I used to stand. Now I had to, I had to move over and stand on the opposite side of the board. And I learned a lot from that too. Like that is absolutely the truth about when we're making a change. Sometimes we can't assume that it's gonna work the same as it did before, right? If you gotta get on the other side of the board, ladies and gents, get on the other side of the board. Okay, if you gotta stand in a different way, then learn to stand differently if it makes the job easier, right? Find what works for you. And I'm a big firm believer that it's your mind that matters. I don't care how somebody else does it. I don't care how somebody else got to their results. I don't even want you to, to hook onto how I got to where I'm at today and say, oh, I want to emulate or I wanna do it the same way. No, I want you to do it your way. But the thing is, is that to be able to do that, you have to be able to self-evaluate. You have to say, okay, this is what's working for me. That's not working for me. I'm going to lay that down. I'm not going to have any shame in my game here. And I'm going to change my approach and see what happens. And I want you to be flexible. That's the part of being flexible. Just don't assume. Don't do the same thing and expect a different result. They say that what? That's the definition of insanity right? We don't want to be insane, you know, in our lives. We want to be sane. We want to be able to see clearly and be able to focus. Once I realized that I couldn't throw it the way that I was used to throwing it and I changed my body position and I moved my position to the opposite side of the board, it started to work better for me. Now I'm dialing in my strength, you know, I've now dialed in my body position and woo! I sink my first one. It was so exciting. Actually, when I got the first one in there, I was like, I was like ready to do a happy dance. And you know what? By the time that happened, I didn't care how many people were out at the pool area. I didn't care who was looking at me. I like, it just flew out of my mouth. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, cheer on myself, be my own cheerleader. And sometimes when you're making a change in your life, you have to do that. You have to cheer yourself on and be your own cheerleader. And you don't, don't care. Don't care what anybody else is thinking or what anybody else is doing or if they're watching you or not or if that's silly or not, you know, because that will motivate you to go more, right? To go further. Actually, by that time, after the self-evaluation and this tug of war with my strength and my new body position, I really didn't care. I wasn't paying any attention to the onlookers, right? If they're not going to get in the game with me and play the game with me, then forget it. 
I don't care about your opinion, right? Anywho, I was so excited. I was, yes, I got the first of the eight in there. Well, the next 10 minutes was horrible. I would think I got my position right. I got on the right side of the board. I knew how much strength I wasn't splicing anymore, but now it just wasn't going in. It, I don't understand. I'm doing the exact same thing that got me my, like, well, in golf, right? A hole in one, woo, right? No, no, it was so frustrating. And I kept throwing and walking back and forth and it was hot and I was getting tired. And I was thinking to myself, I don't understand. I, I've done all this and it worked already. I know it can work. And sometimes we can get there too when we're making a change is like, we will get the result that we want. But then as we continue going at it, the result doesn't seem to be consistent or it takes a long time to get to the next step. So let's say I'm trying to lose weight and I wanna lose 50 pounds. Well, the first 10 were easy, like boom, water weight, gone, easy peasy. But as soon as I get to like 15 pounds, it seems like it's taking a lot longer each time to get rid of each pound, right? Well, it's kind of the same thing, you know, anytime you're making a change, like you'll have success and you're excited and that'll motivate you and you don't care what anybody else thinks. Why? Because you had success, right? But now you're like, what the heck? Why can't I do this? Why can't I get that stupid thing in the hole? Right? <laughs> or at least that was me this weekend all by my lonesome. But I was thinking, oh my gosh, I was getting so frustrated and I started to get angry and I started to get mad. And I started to have these welled up emotions like, what the heck? Why can't I just be done? Why does it have to be like this? Why does it have to be so hard? And I like, I was like, what the heck? What is this change of mind, this change of mood? I went from happy, excited, cheering myself on, being my own cheerleader to all of a sudden, what the heck? And I started to, and this is what we need to be super aware of, is negative self-talk. I started speaking against myself. There was no one getting in my way. There was no one standing over the hole blocking the, the beanbag from going in. There was no wind blowing my beanbag to the right or my beanbag to the left. No, nothing was obstructing it. Not even me, not even my person. I wasn't doing anything wrong that would or anything that would hinder my ability to get the beanbag in the in the hole, right? Well, but I started beating myself up as if I was like stupid or an idiot or why can't you do this? This is so easy. Gosh, girl, can you tie your own shoe? Just saying. So the <laughs> this negative self-talk is actually hilarious now when I think about it. All these things have started coming to my head. And it's like that when we're starting to make a change too and we're starting to make the unfamiliar familiar to us, right? Now it's becoming more familiar, right? Because I've been now throwing these stupid beanbags back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, walking across the lawn, walking across the lawn, walking across the lawn, right? But the negative self-talk, every time I missed it, every time it didn't go in, every time it would get so close, but fall off. So close, but fall off. So close. I had to stop myself and change my narrative, change what I was saying to myself. I'm not stupid because I can't get a stinking beanbag into a hole. Gosh, can you imagine if I had judged my whole life off of my ability and capability to get a beanbag with my left hand, which is not my dominant hand, into a cornhole board? Life would be pretty depressing. I'm just saying. But anyways, what I'm saying is, is I had to work. I had to stop myself. I first had to become aware that I was 
you know, negative self-talk. And then I had to realize, okay, why, why the negative self-talk? Well, it's hot out here. I'm sweating. I didn't bring anything extra to drink because I didn't plan on playing this game. I didn't plan on making this change. Well, that's something that we need to realize too. Sometimes change is forced upon us, right? And because change was not of our own choice, sometimes we can get very negative and have negative self-talk too. At first we can be like, okay, this is change. I'm rolling with it. This is cool. I can handle this. I'm going to go. I'm, yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. But the process of that tug of war with it, that process of adjusting our approach, that process of becoming self-aware, that process of realizing and not assuming that we can do it the same old way and get the same results as before, we'll start to get negative and we'll start to come up with excuses. Oh, it's hot. I didn't plan on coming on this journey. I didn't plan on doing this today. Me, 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 me. Anybody remember the Muppet speaker? Anybody? Anybody? That's that's my thing. Anytime I hear anybody just, you know, with their little birdie complaints, they might me, 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 me. <laughs> so that's what I started to do. I started to become a beaker and I started me, me, me being out there. And so I had to stop myself, stop my negative self-talk, become very self-aware and say, uh-uh, no, I am not stupid just because I can't get the stupid bean bag in the dang freaking hole. I am not this is important to me. And because it's important to me, I'm committed. And I'm and I'm, the commitment that I made is, is that I'm gonna sink all eight of these before I go home, before I pack up my stuff and go back to my house. That was important. I continued and I started to think more positively and I started to breathe and I started not to rush the process. I realized I was rushing, you know, I was basically throw, 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 watch to the other side, throw, 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 watch to the other side. As if this was going to speed up the process. And sometimes we can do that too. Sometimes we, a process, a, a change can take a while for us to develop, right? A while for us to, it to become routine, for it to become a ritual before um, we see the benefits. And sometimes we think that if we do more quicker or do more faster, that we'll get to the end result, you know, faster or the benefit that we want. And that's not necessarily the case. And that was kind of something, another little hole that I was falling into, you know, throwing these beanbags was, okay, you know, if I do this fast, then it'll happen. No, I had to slow down. I had to focus. And sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. And I've, in my career over time or multiple careers over time, I've, you know, been in management or I've been a coach or a trainer. And I would tell everyone that I've ever trained, anyone that I've ever coached, and even now, even in, even with this and what I do with mental wellness is slow down to speed up because by slowing down and we focus on the whole or we focus on the goal and we take the time to be in the present moment and not be so focused on the outcome and the result that we want, but we're so focused on the present moment and the success in the moment, then we can get more, receive more through the process and learn more. And then as we learn more, we get more like detailed, we get more refined, like even our motor skills become more refined um, as we focus on what we're doing. You know, and I've heard the old adage, practice make perfect. And then my father-in-law would tell my husband that perfect practice makes perfect. And both of those are well and good, but I'm a firm believer that practice makes permanent. So meaning whatever you practice over and over and over again, right or wrong, good or bad, 
that's what you're going to get. Kind of like what my father-in-law says, perfect practice makes perfect. Meaning that if you slow down and you perfect it in the moment, step by step, piece by piece, by staying present while you're making the change in your life, then you will have the the result that you want, right? That by the time it'll just become second nature and you'll be able to do it. So practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect, but I'll tell you that practice makes permanent, meaning whatever you practice, if it's negative self-talk, if it's approaching something wrong or doing it with the wrong state of mind, the wrong emotional heart, the wrong motivation, then that's what you're going to get in the end, right? So I'm throwing that out there. Practice makes permanent. So be aware in the moment what you're doing. So when I slowed down and not trying to speed up to get to my goal and actually stayed present, then the beanbag started to land more consistently. And finally, boom, I was done. Now, granted, it took me over an hour (laughs) with my left hand to get all eight beanbags into the boards. But what I'm telling you, what I'm encouraging you on is that if you're willing to one, make the unfamiliar familiar, meaning by changing something in your life that's unfamiliar, but to make it stick for it to have long-term result, you have to make it familiar to you. One, do it before you have motivation. Motivation comes after you take the first step overlook what other people will think about your change. It only should matter to you. Your mind matters. You matter. The person that you look at in the mirror, that's who matters. And you're doing it for you. You're doing it to remove pain point in your life or you're doing it to bring more joy and optimism into your life. But either way, it's on you. Remember, when you do it the first time, it's the first time. It's going to feel awkward. You're not going to get the result that you expected. And even if you do, right off the bat, right out of the starting gate, doesn't mean that it's sunk in, that you have made it permanent yet. You have to practice to make permanent, right? Because sometimes I work with people and I talk with people who have success right away and they're like, the first six months of my life, it was great. I was doing my new sales job. I was getting sales left and right. My funnel was full. My commission checks were great. But all of a sudden now they've hit like this six month slump because they never developed the habits. They never developed the fine motor skills, the mental muscle that they needed in the first six months because they're like, oh, that was easy. And they took it for granted, okay? So remember that that if you don't get it in the first time, that's fine, that's normal. It's the first time you've ever done it, just like a baby doesn't walk on its own. It's built its muscles and its legs before it got there. You might not think so, but all that crawling around, all that bouncing that baby does while you're holding their waist and they're bouncing on your, that's them building their muscle. So by the time they're ready to walk, They've got the strength in their muscles. And if not, they crab walk, okay? They hold on to something. If you got to find something to help you along the way and along the path, then that's fine too, okay? Then while we're on this journey, remember that don't assume. Don't assume that the changes that you've made in the past or the things that you've done in the past are going to work this time, okay? You might have to approach it differently. You might have to stand on the other side of the board. You might have to change your body position. Just saying, right? And then as we're going the distance, we are going to have to adjust, okay? Sometimes we're hitting it too hard or we're we're overcompensating and not giving it enough. We got to constantly be self-aware and saying, okay, what's working for me? What's not working for me? What's working for me? What's not working for me? Self-evaluation. 
Be comfortable with that. When you do make it in, when you do have a success, even a one beanbag success, celebrate, cheer yourself on, get excited. And hopefully by then, just like me, you don't care if anybody's watching, right? But then slow down to speed up, okay? Remember that, slow down to speed up. Doing more, if you wanna lose weight and go into the gym eight hours a day every single day because you just gotta get this weight off, it's not necessarily gonna do it for some people. That might be too hard, you might, you're not used to working out like this, you might strain a muscle, you might now have a medical problem, you might not be able to work out, maybe that's what you want. I mean, to be honest, maybe in, in your own mind, you've sabotaged yourself. You ever thought about that? Oh, I started working out. How many people have you heard? Actually, you know what? Let's talk about this. How many people have you heard? You know, oh, I used to work out, but then I got this injury or that injury. I used to work out six hours a day or this many hours a day, and then I got an injury. You ever thought about self-sabotage? Maybe we'll talk about that sometime soon too. <laughs> self-sabotage is a real thing. Just saying. All right. So back to the beanbags. Celebrate yourself. Slow down to speed up. When you notice negative self-talk, the way you're talking to yourself, stop. And then say, no, I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid. I am not incapable. I, you know, you have to be very well aware of what you're telling yourself. And self-sabotage has a lot to do with negative self-talk, even negative self-talk that you might even not even be aware of. And like, yeah, you know what? This might be a topic for another day. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to share this, that experience with you this weekend because since we talked about picking that one thing right not overloading yourself not taking on too much just choosing one thing and then how do I get started and I and I was trying to find a way to come to you and talk to you a little bit about what making a change is like and what it feels like and some of the things that we go through I hope that helped you I hope that as we continue to go forward that'll be a benefit to you and we'll reference back to changes and and setting goals and intentions and all that great stuff later but I hope you enjoyed my silly story of playing a game by myself getting frustrated literally verbally bashing myself and you know but either way in the end I win I got all eight in oh yeah that's right that's me patting myself on the back yeah that's right mm -hmm. because if you can't celebrate you who else will that's right, self-praise. And we'll talk about that too someday. But anyways, I really appreciate you guys. I love you a lot. And that's why I do these videos and I do my podcast because I really want people to know that change is possible. A healthy mental mind is possible. Mental wellness is possible. Your mind matters. Just saying, you're gonna hear me say that a lot. Your mind matters. So I hope again that this brought you something hopefully some clarity on making changes and, and what that feels like and what to prepare for or maybe you're in the middle of a change right now and you're experiencing some of those things just know that you're not alone you're not the only person in the world that has those feelings that has those emotions I know that this podcast is a lot longer than most of mine but I really wanted to share that story with you let's see that's it that's all I have for you other than if I could get some stars that would be amazing I totally Holy appreciate stars stars help so much to get the word out and to share uh, with other people because you know how much that means to me I want people to receive and know that they can do anything that they put their mind to that their mind matters and literally I do believe in mind over matter if you're on YouTube and you're watching this like share subscribe hit the notification button I don't 
I don't know all the things that you're supposed to do, but anyway, do all those little things that you're supposed to do, okay? Because that helps this video get out and around um, a lot more as well. We can uh, build a community. That's my goal. My goal is to build a community that wants to talk about mental wellness. We'll be back on Wednesday, and I'm super excited about that. And what else? Oh, I know there's something else. That's why this is taking me so long to get off today. Give me a second. Oh, Anchor. Before I told you last week, if you downloaded the Anchor app that you could leave me a voicemail and talk to me directly, which is awesome since I don't have my website up, I would love for you to leave me a voicemail. Let me know what you're thinking. I have a question. Want to add something to it? Want to tell me, hey, I really like you or um, I want to know more about that. Well, I found out that I can put a link down in the description below. So I'm going to do that for you this week or starting this week. I'm going to put the anchor link so you don't have to download the app to leave me a message. You can just click on the link and you can communicate with me there. I know a lot of people when it comes to mental wellness, they're not comfortable on YouTube or on certain platforms, just typing it out there for everyone to see. So if you want to talk to me privately, that voicemail is awesome because I won't share it with anyone unless you give me permission to. So yeah, so it's a great Monday. If you can't tell, I'm full of energy and on fire. And I hope to have this much fire on Wednesday. All right, I love you guys. Mwah, mwah. Kisses, I'm out.